Hey friend, are you in a season where you're unsure of who you are? Are you asking God to reveal your purpose? Here's the thing, purpose doesn't happen by accident. You have to be intentional about discovering that. And it also changes as the season of life you're in changes. If you said yes, then I have the perfect solution for you to figure that out while allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you through it. Grab your copy of I Am Becoming Workbook. The good thing about this workbook is you can revisit it anytime you feel like the seasons has changed and you need to adapt to that change. Imagine what your life is going to look like once you discover your purpose. In this self-paced workbook, get access to the seven anchors to becoming and the exercises to help you uncover who God says you are. Buy it for you. Purchase it for a friend who you know is struggling to find their purpose. This workbook is also easy to follow for high school juniors and seniors. Visit https colon backslash backslash b-i-t dot l-y backslash becoming workbook. Have you ever said, I am a Christian, I shouldn't think this way, and you're searching for a place to help you dismantle unhealthy thoughts or simply feel better? Then you, friend, are in the right place at the right time. Welcome to Grow Black Girl Grow, the podcast. My name is Kiata, your Christian life coach and host. Here's where mental health meets evangelism. Together, we are going to break down those unhealthy thoughts with godly transformative mindset tools so you can build your self-management skill set. If you're ready to live a Christ-centered mental health lifestyle, head to the show notes after this episode is over and sign up to be a part of the email list where you'll get practical tools and exercises weekly. Keep growing. Peace and love, friend. All right, friend, so the mental health check-in is going to be on a separate episode. Um, you may have heard it already by the time this releases, depending on if you listen to that one first and then come back to this one, but we're not putting the mental health check-in on this episode because... It ended up turning into (laughs) a 30-minute check-in, which is not normal for me here, but I really felt led to share with you what was going on in a bit more detail than I usually do. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get into the rest of this episode. Friend. I have a question for you. Are you a person that is intrinsically motivated or extrinsically motivated? Or maybe you're both depending on the situation. This season, we're discussing the power of choice, but we can't go too far into the conversation without first talking about motivation. So what is motivation and how does it impact the choices that we make and the behaviors associated with those choices. Motivation is a desire to act in a service of a goal 
encompasses the desire to continue striving toward meaning, purpose, and a life worth living. So in order for us to be motivated, a light bulb of desire, it needs to be switched on. This light bulb can be turned on by something internal or external. So when I was teaching at my first school, the seasoned teacher next door would use the word intrinsically motivated to describe me all the time. And I was like, ma'am, why is you being so fancy? I'm just a regular smuggler girl showing up to do my job. But what I saw as just, eh, I'm just here showing up to get this paycheck. She saw it in a totally different light. This is an example of intrinsic motivation. I genuinely enjoy creating the slides for the kids. I also enjoyed creating the digital activities and the notebooks that they would turn into me. I was internally motivated by a desire to create something pretty and engaging and user-friendly. And I created something new each week because I find relaxation in the creation process. I didn't need anyone or anything to tell me that I needed to do this. So friend, let me give you the definition really quickly. Intrinsic motivation means to engage in behavior for what is not seeking a reward because the thing itself is the reward. It comes from within. So let me give you another example. My deep desire is mental health and Christ. So I started this podcast as a passion project to share my experiences on black mental wellness and specifically what that looks like for Christian women. And here we are in season three and I'm back with everything new because I genuinely love what I do. So the overall creation process excites me from planning out the seasons to creating the digital resources for you to even being able to connect with those of you who do DM me from time to time. That is exciting and I am intrinsically motivated to show up at 5am or 10pm to do this. So here's a quick exercise for you. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Think about what deep desire you have on the inside that is motivating you. Pause the podcast and reflect on this question. Now let's move on to extrinsic motivation. If you don't know this about me, then add this to the list of who I am. I am a student by nature. I was a student in the class that was motivated by A's and D's. I studied hard for the test so that I could bring home all A's and B's. And anytime I received anything less, I was met with disappointment. Now this external motivation was created by my parents shout out to those people um it was their energy and their expectation that really drove 
this motivation to have A's and B's. So here's the definition for you, friend. Extrinsic motivation is behavior that is the direct result of outward reward or avoiding an outward experience. It comes from others or other things. So here's another example. After getting so much feedback from the audience in the DMs, I continue to push out episodes and I push myself to think about what is it that my listeners need the most. So season one was all about me because I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't know if anybody's going to listen to me, but I'm going to talk about what I know and what I've experienced and we'll just see what happens. And then season two was a um, crowdsourced topic. So I sent out a survey. Some of you answered and you said you wanted to talk about creating the life you envision. And season three is here so we can continue to move forward in this process. So, both intrinsic and extrinsic motivation can start as one and lead to the other. The podcast started with my internal desire and it continues because of your listenership. It works in both ways. But I know that I have to be careful in not letting the external motivation cloud or overtake the vision. So if you've listened to the mental health check-in that pairs with this episode, that sentence um, should be able to make some connections for you there. It should resonate with you. My desire to get A's and B's as a school-age student was a direct result of not wanting to let my parents' expectation down. That's another way that this motivation can kind of go back and forth. Eventually, it became an internal motivation to get A's and B's, and that eventually helped me throughout grade school and even graduate school. So, friend, let's take another pause and reflect. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Think about what external factors are contributing to your motivation. Are you seeking a reward? Are you trying to, sorry, or are you trying to avoid something? Pause the podcast and think about that one too. So are you doing okay so far? I want to introduce a new term to you. At least I personally have never heard anyone say it before. If you have, let me know. But if you haven't, you heard it here first. <laughs> Let's talk about God intrinsic motivation. If you are new here, we address our humanity first, not because we are all, we are above God, but because in this community We know that we cannot do and be what God wants us until we put our humanity under the authority of Christ. So God transic motivation is a desire to act in servants in accordance with the goal of God, 
behavior that is directly associated with the reward of God. Being holy, spirit-led to continually strive to do the will of God in all parts of your human experience. Okay, so feel free to rewind that, write that down somewhere. That is my personal definition, and then you're going to get some strategies here in a minute. So let's return to my original example. Having God-trinsic desires is both internal and external, but not in the way that can lead to the other. This is internal and external simultaneously. So if you recall from the A's and B's example, it started off externally, really, because of my parents. And then it became internal the more and more I did it. But when we talk about having God-trinsic motivation, we want to have our internal and external motivations line up with the will of God. They have to both simultaneously be in line with God. So I'm not sure if I've ever said it on the podcast, but I don't personally believe in balance. I don't use that term often. And every now and again, I might slip up and say it because it's a part of culture. You hear it all the time. But in reality, I don't actually believe in balance. I believe in harmony. Your life will never be balanced, especially if you wear many hats. And sometimes we wear all of those hats in one single season. So how can you have balance? So... It's hard for me to use that term when I talk about my life and I think about everything that goes on in my day-to-day life. So it is my job to make those roles, those responsibilities, and those duties harmonize so that everyone and everything that is attached to my name is being taken care of in a way that makes sense for my life. You're not going to have everything balanced You can do it all, just not all at the same time. The way that you do it all is by harmonizing your life, not finding balance, not finding equilibrium. That's not realistic. At least, in my opinion, it's not realistic. You might beg to differ, but I digress. So, therefore, when we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, He gave us the Holy Spirit, John 14 and 26. So if we are saying that the Holy Spirit is living in us, both internally, sorry, if we're saying that the Holy Spirit is living in us, then both internal and external motivations have to line up with the internal Holy Spirit and the external God. It may sound a bit counterintuitive here, but God lives in us, yes totally does but he also lives apart from us he also has a greater mission and a greater purpose outside of us that we are a part of that we build and work towards you know the the body of christ um then talking about it in the big depiction of a human body how one person is the head or a group of people are the head a group of people are the fingers the hands and We all work together to make this one body move forward, progress, do all of these things, right? So 
I believe there are six strategies for operating in God-trinsic motivations. The first one is mindfulness. So, where's your heart, friend? Is your human experience driving your internal and or external motivations? Or are you being led by the Holy Spirit? Number two is responsibility. As believers, it is our duty to always operate as representatives of Christ. And because we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, he empowers us to operate as a representative of Christ. According to NBC News, more than 94% of people have unwanted thoughts and impulses. That's mind-blowing, friend. But makes total sense. Here's why. For the past 10 years now, I have been practicing mindfulness, but I never fully understood how to transfer the skill to really reap the benefits. So I was very inconsistent with my practice, which delayed my progress even more, if you can imagine. But by the grace of God, he showed me how to have a healthy and consistent Christian mindfulness practice. And I want to show you how you can have that too. Would you join me for the next 31 days beginning October 1st for a free 31-day Christian mindfulness challenge? Visit bit.ly backslash 3 bcpzvj. You can also find the link in the show notes. Are you ready to start, continue, or grow your Christian mindfulness practice? Go to https colon backslash backslash B-I-T dot L-Y backslash three capital B C-P capital Z V capital J. Again, bit.ly dot L-Y backslash three B C-P Z V-J to secure your spot today. Number three, gratitude. Keeping a heart posture of gratitude is key. This will lessen your human experience from rising above the Holy Spirit. Number four is humility. Friend, have you fully surrendered your motivations to God? Our flesh, it's strong. That is a fact, and it's something we cannot rid ourselves of, unfortunately. Because we're here in sin born into sin, living a world of sin, but God has called us to be in this world and not of it. That's Romans 12 and 2. So we do this with humility. We do this without being afraid to let God know of our shortcomings because at the end of the day, he already knows it. It is up to us to confess those shortcomings. It is up to us to go to him unashamed, right? Go to him lay it all out and be like this is what happened god and then they said this and then i said that and then i feel bad but because jesus has redeemed me i don't have to wallow in the guilt or the shame or the feelings of badness so surrender yourself to god listen is number five Are you listening to God, friend? Like, for real. Is you listening? Because 
we hear him all day, all day long, but that doesn't mean that we're actually listening to what he has to say. And honestly, he won't tell you anything that you don't need. He also won't tell you anything that you're not ready for. So I'm asking you again, are you listening to God? And then the last one, number six, is God focused. Are you focused on God? Are you operating in your roles and responsibilities? Asking yourself, how can I show up for you today, God? What are we doing? What's on the agenda today? Let me know. It's so important that we set our days up with God in mind, right? We ask God, what do you want me to do? Because I ain't going. If you don't tell me to go, I ain't saying. If you don't tell me to say, that is something I say all the time. All the time, especially as it relates to this podcast, because I'm not doing this for myself or even unto myself. I'm doing it so that I can encourage you, so that I can inspire you and help you live a Christ-centered mental health lifestyle. So if he don't say it, I ain't saying it. He don't tell me to do it, I ain't doing it. Invite God into your life so you can stay focused on him and his mission, his greater purpose for you. So let's come back full circle here. (laughs) As you're mulling this over, your motivations are a driving factor for your choices that you make. And these motivations can be both internal and external, but it is our job as believers to operate in God intrinsic motivations. So our internal and external motivations are simultaneously lined up with the will of God. So as always, I try to be practical with you. So here's a real life example. I'm a wife and I know God that I know that God created marriage and I honor that. So when I notice that I fall off, I first feel convicted and I'm like, okay, God, my bad. I didn't show up for you today in my marriage. And then it is my responsibility to backtrack and figure out where my motivations got off track, finding the source. So once I find the source, I always express gratitude for being able to do this. Of course, I'm grateful for all the things, but my deepest gratitude comes from being in the position to finally notice my shortcomings and not think that they are who I am. No, ma'am, they're not, because I am who God says I am. And coming up short, ain't one of them. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I let my husband know when I have noticed that I have you know, done something or said something that was not honoring our marriage or even honoring God. And so I apologize to him and it keeps him in the know of what's happening in my human experience. It shows my respect for him and how I honor our marriage. After I ask a couple of questions, I really listen to his perspective. And lastly, this whole scenario was about God. It started off as God because I recognized that I did not show up for God in my marriage. 
same thing for being a parent. If I realize or recognize that I didn't show up for God in parenting and motherhood, I'm like, all right, I'm going to fix it, God. So what happened? Where did I go wrong? Let me know so that I can follow a new path, so that I can make a new path, do whatever it is that I need to do to recenter and refocus. We always want to show up as representatives of God in every single area of our life. I know that whenever I was younger, I thought that that meant you had to like witness to people by saying, do you know about Jesus and all these things. And yes, there are people called to do that, but not everyone is called to do that. And you can't force that on people. And again, this is my opinion because I'm not on the church board. I'm not any of these things. I'm just being real and honest about my experience here. Witnessing, as in like going out into the streets, going out into the stores, doing all of those things. And like, like, what am I trying to say here? So, okay, obviously this isn't like no shade, no tea to nobody. But if you think about Jehovah Witnesses, if you know who that is, who, who these people are, um, like they go around, at least, I don't know if they still do this, but they used to go around and knock on people's doors and be like, do you know about Jesus? That's weird. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. That's weird. I do not like that. I'm like, I don't really think they did that in the Bible. Not that I can recall. Fact check me. If they did that in the Bible, let me know. I'll definitely go ahead and read it and reconfigure my thoughts, but I don't remember them doing that. I don't remember Jesus or the disciples doing that. You know what I mean? Like, they literally was called by God to do something and they did it. And because they did those things, that is what caused people to gravitate towards them and to be like, what are they doing? Because it's so unorthodox. It's so not normal to our day-to-day life. So let me go see what they're doing. Let me go check it out. And then they're like, okay, what you doing? And they start saying, oh, well, I'm doing this for God. Oh, it's because I'm a follower of Jesus. And like, well, who is Jesus? And, you know, how they talked to the Bible in those days. So I personally don't think that you have to go up to people in the store and be like, do you know about a man named Jesus? If that is your thing, then by all means do it. No shade, no tea to you if that's what you want to do. But me... I believe that my biggest impact on the kingdom is doing what I am doing here. Processing through my emotions, processing through my thoughts and my behaviors and figuring out, does this match up with you, God? Is this part of your character? Because if it ain't, then baby, I got some work to do. I gotta fix it. And whenever I do my best to show up as a representative of Christ, to embody the characteristics of both Jesus and God and allow the Holy Spirit to lead me. There's no question at that moment because my life is a living testimony. My life is a living example. So I don't even need to open up my mouth to say anything about this man named Jesus because my life, my testimony, my enthusiasm, is going to draw you in 
this unorthodox way of living is going to draw you in. It's going to pull you in because you're going to be like, well, I want that. That's what happened in the Bible. They was like, well, I need to know this man. Take me to him. Let me see. Let me see these miracles for myself. Let me encounter Jesus for myself. That is what I believe evangelism is. That is what I believe sharing the good news of God is. That is what I truly believe that we should be doing as believers. Not forcing God upon people in the way that it was brought to us. Not in that way. Living our lives in the way that Jesus has called us to live. That is what draws people in. That is how we make more disciples. And I know that has nothing to do with this episode, but I just felt led to share that with you. Um, So I hope that blesses someone because that was totally not a part of this episode, but You know, if you are someone thinking about how can you tell people about God, just live your life. Live your life for him. Get to know him. People are going to start asking. And the reason why people are going to start asking is because your life is going to be so much different than it was before. That they're going to be like, what happened to her? She looks good. I can see the peace. I can see her glowing. People are going to ask you about these things because God will have blessed you outwardly with his glory. Be reminded of Moses and how Moses literally had to walk around with the covering because God had encountered him and people couldn't look on him because of the the glory, the shine. That is what God is going to do for you when you start living for him. When you just... Let everything go. Let the chains and the shackles of what you think you're supposed to do, how you think you're supposed to act as a believer, let it go. Relax. Release it. Let it fall by the wayside. And really just live in true authenticity for God. God is love. He is kindness. So be love and be kind. Do that. And God will bless you. And people will have no choice but to ask you. How are you so kind? How are you being able to show so much love to so and so? Alright. Alright, alright. I'm going to go now. I'm going to stop talking. So. Let me know if this resonated with you, friend. Feel free to send me a DM. Feel free to send me a PM on Facebook um, at podcast.growblackgirl or get on the Girl Conscious newsletter and you can reply back to the Monday newsletters that come out or simply just go on the website www.growblackgirlgirlcoaching.com and go to the contact form and type in whatever it is that you want to type in. Like, I'm here for you. I want to support you. Let me know how I can do that. As always, keep growing. Peace and love, friend. Thank you for listening to Grow Black Girl Grow. 
We hope you enjoyed today's episode and are eager to come back next week. Be sure to follow Grow Black Girl Grow on social media at podcast.growblackgirl. Subscribe to the podcast for future episodes and leave us a review so that we can continue to grow this community.